You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Bread Like a King, made his cover, Kately. We are back with a new episode of Wrestling With Our Thoughts. Um, due to the cold COVID situation, man, this thing has just been, it's been ravaging podcasts. Mine is, mine is no different because my co-host isn't, isn't here. Um, but today, I got a special guest coming through uh, all the way from Las Vegas. His name is Timo. He's an extraordinary producer. He's got some things coming on the horizon, so I wanted to get the word out about him. What's up, brother? How you doing? What up, man? How's it going, bro? Uh, it's been a long time coming, man. It's nice to finally uh, be on your show, man. I appreciate that, fam. Yeah, sir. Thank you for st- uh, stopping by, man. Thank you for stopping by. Absolutely. So, real quick, uh, what do you got? What do you got coming on the horizon? Because I've, I've been hearing some rumors. Uh, Once you tell the people what you got coming up. So I got a few projects in the works, man. Um, you probably heard about uh, the project that I'm doing with uh, MRK. Yep. We got that project coming soon. Um, I got I got a few joints with E. Smitty. Um, oh, really? Also, yeah. And I'm also working on um, a documentary for one of my boys. So I'm doing the music bed for that. So uh, be on the lookout, man. And then I also got a, um, like a solo project coming out. That's that's probably gonna drop in the wintertime. So some for okay. the for the ladies. You feel me? <laughs> right on. So you're doing R and B joint? Uh it's, it's a it's a mixture. It's a, a mixture. mixture. Okay. It's a mix of like R and B pop, um, a little bit of uh, bluegrass, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of hip. Oh. I like to mix it up a little bit. So you got it, it's kinda all world joint you got coming out. It's a, it's a, it's like a it's like a gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Now you're talking my language. I throw everything in that bitch, man, like for real. <laughs> right on, right on. So, for those who don't know, Timo is also the host of uh, That Part, the podcast here on the That Feeling Podcast Network. So, shout out to That Part and you and all your co-hosts um, recently dropped an episode. For all of you guys that are in the uh, in the podcasting world, go to any streaming platform, type in That Feeling Podcast. Uh, follow us, like, subscribe on whatever platform that we're on and uh, get more in tune to what we got going on. 
what what is your inspiration as far as the music goes? Like where what what kind of content are you as a producer trying to put out to the masses? Mm. And I'm just trying to um I'm just trying to basically like put my emotions, put my feelings out there um, sonically, you feel me? So someone who's maybe feeling sad or whatever, feeling, you know, feeling down or whatever, they could, they could vibe to the joint and then, um, you know, make them feel better. Then also got um, some aggressive type, type sound too. So it's really just, I don't know, man. Um, I basically just like, whatever I go through, I just put it out there in music, man. And then let the, let the universe take care of that. So. It's okay. not really like I'm not I'm not really trying to like make a sound. I'm just taking like raw emotion and putting it through music and then giving it to the masses, man. So whoever catches on to it. So you you are you are a person that makes music based off feeling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. I, so man. So what is the majority like what what is the majority of your feel? Like if if one were to listen to your music what is the majority of the field? Hmm. That's a good question, bro. That's a good question. <laughs> so the majority of it, I want, I want, my goal is to establish each instrument, right? Has a, um, has a timbre to it, right? So my right. goal is to, whatever instrument you hear, because everyone hears stuff differently. So my goal is to make sure that whoever's listening to it, they're going to catch something that's going to catch their ear. It doesn't matter if you're okay. black, white, rich, poor, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever your demographic is, whatever your sexuality is, like, it doesn't matter. Right. I want to catch the ear of, of each of those individuals uh, to make sure that um, they remember something from, the, from each project that I, that I put out that has okay. my so if somebody like heard a violin string in a song, they'd be like, "Oh, he that that evokes a feeling, or like a synth sound that puts a feeling out." Yeah, man, because I like to manipulate the sound. You feel me? So right. a lot of people think that I'm I'm sampling most of my joints, but no, that's that's me. That's me sampling my own self. That's me sampling. Oh wow! Things that I've done in the past. You feel me? So right. you're like a um, if you hear something. You're like, oh shit, that shit sounds. Where'd you get that sample from? Nah, that's, yeah, right. That, that's my voice. I, I just, I, I pitched it a certain way, and I modified it a certain way to, you know, it it complemented the record and it, it made right. the stand out. So more. you are you are an engineer in every sense of the word. Like you put, you you put yourself into these these records, and there's a formula based off your feeling that you're putting into these records, right? I would say I'm more like a MacGyver. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, right on. So um, what were your influences coming up? Like what, what, what were your influences? Man, as a little, as a little kid starting out as a little kid or what? Yeah. Just early on. Like, if you were to go back and, like, this is what made me want to make music, where did that Man, come from? I fell in love with music, you know, through my parents and, you know, the records that they would used to play. You know, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, um, you know, uh, um, who else? Like, Gladys Knight, Tina mm-hmm. Turner, Prince, Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? Like, 
those records were like super big back in the day, man. And they're still, they still resonate um, right now. They still, right. still have the same impact. So um, especially like Al Green, man, there's something about Al Green that, um, that really triggers me. Um, yeah. So all the artists that you named are really all soulful artists, which that, that kind of circulates back to like how you're making your music. You make it with a lot of feeling. So your influences are a bunch of a soulful artists, especially Al Green. Al Green will make you feel it in, his, in your soul. You hear the pain in his voice. Right. It's making you feel it's a spiritual thing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the way he's singing it, it's making you feel good. Right. So. Right. Do. Okay. So on the flip side of that, once you make your music, like what is the greatest reaction an artist can give you as a compliment? I don't know, man. I'm just like. Besides, just, besides rapping on it. You know what I mean? The greatest compliment is when, you know, hearing the final product. Cause it and it, it turns out as a great song. Yeah, man. I'm, you know, I want to, you know, I want to talk about um, me submitting beats to to artists. A lot of artists can't, they can't really get on my shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was, it's was. it been a very slow process to have someone who could really just, just, just create on my shit, bro. Like it, right. that, that's, that's like the best feeling in the world when like you crack the code and you give someone a complex beat that's not really, um, natural you know what i'm saying and then they 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 right. freak that shit they, they right. it. so um that's 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 the biggest compliment for me man is you know someone taking what i give them and then making like a masterpiece out of it because it's like i did my work you did your work so let's that's right let's... right do you consider yourself a complex producer um not really man i just consider myself like a um like a melting pot uh, producer, basically, I, you know, I have so many inspirations, man. And I want to just put all my inspirations in each project. Like I love uh, Pharrell, I love uh, Timberland. Timberland, Timberland is like for real. Uh, Dr. Dre, Quincy Jones, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Baby, right. you know what I mean? Uh, Trackmasters, even, you know what I mean? Um, okay. You know, it, 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 it's like a, it's like a, it's a wide range of people that I really respect. Um, right. So, yeah, man. So who's been who's been your favorite artist to work with so far? Mm, I want to say MRK, man. It's, it's been really fun working with him, man, for real. Yeah. He threw me for a loop cuz I didn't really I didn't really think he was going to um create what he created, man, cuz <laughs> he threw me for a loop and I probably threw him for a loop too. Just I, what what you created with him? It just happened out of nowhere, man. I was like, okay, yo, I see, I see my man, he's, he's grinding. He's making some really amazing shit. Let me just, let me see what I could, let, let me throw him something and then see what he can do with it. Right. And I was yo, I got it back. I was like, oh shit, bro. <laughs> this is what I've been looking for like my whole fucking career. It's crazy. It's like, it was like right there in front of me. The yeah. Yeah, he, he does that to people. <laughs> he's, he's amazing, bro. He's an amazing talent, man, for real. Yeah. Is are there are there any artists that we should be watching out for that you are working with? Outside uh, outside of the market. I'm not really working with nobody right now, man. I'm just oh, really? I'm just uh just focused on what we got going on. 
Um, eventually, there's some more artists that are, that will come along, but I don't think they're ready or developed uh, right now. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a tall order. It's a tall order, especially. Are you are you really protective of your work? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't and, know give people tracks like this. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a trust process. Yeah. Yeah. So, being what is your goal? Like, what is your ultimate? What are you What are you hoping to accomplish by making your music? I want to make my goal is to have people listen to the records that I create. Um, at like weddings, bar mitzvahs, you know what I'm saying? Um, parties. Cause you know how you got records where people are, you know, they're doing like dance routines to it. And it's like, it plays over and over. Like I want to be that, that kind of success. You want to make a timeless piece of music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think with any producer, with any producer that, that should be the goal. Just make something timeless. Yeah. That, that will last a long time. Cause that, that's ultimately your legacy is people listening to your music and they can listen to it on whatever occasion. If they're just riding in the my favorite thing is riding in the car. If I if you can listen to my music while you're riding in the car, then I'm money. I'm Gucci with that. So yeah, I think I think artists artists and producers alike think that way. So that that's that should be the ultimate goal. So talk to me about that part podcast. How did that come apart? Come about? Um a few, a few guys that um that I work with, man, uh, we would have these conversations, right? It would be funny as shit, bro. <laughs> we got to get this on a podcast, you know what I'm saying? So it's basically just like inside jokes, um, just a group of dudes that work together, and um, that's that's what it is basically, man. Just you know how you you know work with people, you just talk shit about people, or you yeah, yeah, shit, and like that's that's kind of what it was, man. But um. Uh, it's still in the works. I've been doing um, in the individual interviews, but um, I think the guys are uh, they're, they're looking to, they're they're looking to come back and they're ready to come back. So uh, stay right. tuned. You guys have a really really dope podcast, and and you can tell you can tell the chemistry is there, and it really is just like some people are just sitting down talking, just shooting the shit about a whole yeah. bunch of stuff, and it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, and you guys you guys. You guys are a really popular podcast, so kudos to you for that one. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that, bro. I can't wait to have you guys all back, and you guys are sorely missed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know this. I know this pandemic thing is making it making it hard for everybody to get together, and people have other priorities. But trust me, man. Um, once you guys get back, I know good things are going to happen. So I, I'm just holding out for you guys to get back. Yeah, it's just really difficult to like, and I gotta, I gotta tip my hat to these podcasts. Um, who they have like four guys. It's hard to manage yes. like three people, bro. Like for real. Yes. Like, everything has to sync up properly. You're dealing with people's personal lives. They don't want to, you know, what I'm saying like they don't want to commit, and then they might be going through something, and they don't right. want to share it. So, um, even with two people, even with two people, it's just like. The, the timing's there, too. So anything other than yourself, it's you have to make sure everything's lined up. So um, I, I went through it with, with wrestling what I thought. So um, I'm definitely understanding of what, what you guys are going through. You know what yeah. I mean? You guys are, have way more personalities than just me and Frank D. So 
And then like, I'm so, so how do you guys, uh, like what kind of equipment do you guys use? So me right now, I'm using a regular laptop. I just have a regular laptop. I'm talking about like pre-pandemic. Oh no, we were still using like a regular laptop, but we had we had an iPad Pro, like a, a condensed mic, and we just sit and record. That was it. That was the that was the formula. It was it wasn't nothing extravagant. No, we had like we had four mics, so had to. It was, it was like a production, bro. Like we had to mic everybody up, and then um, some people didn't have headphones, so <laughs> <laughs> share headphones and shit. So, I mean, it was fun, man, but um, it, it does take a lot. It does take a lot. Yeah, it does. I tip all, I tip my hat to all the podcasters out there who are um, who are um, disciplined and they make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Sure. So, yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody on that Feeling Podcasters. Everybody, e- even even with this going on, they're still finding a way to put out content. So, shout out to everybody on that Feeling Podcast. Yeah, right. So, how do you feel about the Joe Rogan? Uh, thing the switch to spotify i don't i don't i don't really have a hundred million dollars bro i don't really i love it because that lets me know there's a goal to chase after but i don't really i don't really in terms of podcasts i don't really try to pay attention to what everybody else is doing that's just me personally i just want to make our podcast our network to be the best network it could be but that's just me, but I like I like that he did that I, because hell, that's a hell of a move. Podcasting. What about you? I think it I think it speaks volumes, man, for um for podcasts in general. I think yeah. um, I think podcasting is more valuable than people think, and I think that um, by Spotify um, giving Joe Rogan that that contract it's going to be a domino effect for the other podcasters that are doing that thing because there's a lot of popular podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Like you got uh, yeah. Joe Button, you got uh, the Need to Know. Uh, what's the other one? A Million Dollar Worth of Game. Like you got a yeah. lot of – even the Barstool one, you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot yeah. of podcasts, man. The people, are, people, are making, people are making a living off of this, and um, I think that's, that, that needs to be uh, noticed. I think we're in a renaissance right now. I think that we're in a good situation and we're we're at the beginning, so it can only go up from here. I would have to agree with you on that. Um, that is, that is, it's big. It, it is a big thing. Um, and I think him doing that should open doors. Now, will it, it remains to be seen. It should though. This is, I see it as like the new music industry. <laughs> so they're going to start signing podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But out of that comes way more responsibility, too. Um, And and eventually you'll get to where if it starts making enough money, then there's going to be certain regulations placed on it. And I don't want to see it go there because especially on this on this network, there's a lot of people that say a lot of things that should be said. And if that gets regulated across the board, then I don't know. That might that might that might hurt hurt the industry more than it would help it. I don't think it'll get regulated because I think until you get like uh, sponsors or endorsements, it's still a, it's an independent thing because you can take this platform and put it on ESP. You know? Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. I agree with that. You but but they said the same thing about rap, and then rap started making money. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, you know, it is what it is now. So but yeah, overall I think that's a I think that's an excellent it's an excellent move. I, I I would like to I would like to put ourselves in positions to do that type of stuff too. Oh yeah, we're gonna make it we're gonna make a shake, man. We're gonna make a shake. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's coming. Sure. <laughs> it's coming. So since this is a wrestling podcast, <laughs> I have to ask <laughs> I have to ask wrestling questions. Do you watch wrestling? Or have you ever watched wrestling? Ever watched wrestling like religiously um, when I was in elementary school, middle school, stopped at high school because I was like, man, this doesn't seem realistic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was your favorite wrestler, Ron? While you were watching, I used to like uh, Randy Savage. Razor Ramon was funny, like Yokozuna. Oh wow! Uh, who else? I say I say Randy Savage, right? Macho Man. Yep. Yeah. That was, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people that pick Randy Savage, and I I didn't think a lot of people had Randy Savage as one of their favorite wrestlers. I don't know. And I did. Spit. And he can spit. Oh yeah, and can spit. Be a man, Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he he was cool. Um, I didn't think I didn't think there was a lot of people. Even MRK likes Randy Savage. That's, he's like that's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's so weird because I would think like out of everybody, Lex Luger, um, Lex Luger or Sting or Hulk Hogan, like those would be the type of people on 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 the top. Not Randy Savage, but, but man, Randy Savage is someone like you can smoke weed with Randy Savage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Like, have a conversation with him. He just seemed like a cool – he seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. He was intense, but he was cool. He was cool as shit. Rest in peace to Randy Savage. R.I.P., man. <laughs> but I, I asked this question because I like to see the reaction. So, you can hire one wrestler. The other wrestler will never have a career ever. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Who is it? Well, Ric Flair is more important. In terms of? To t- today. How? R- Ric Flair was like, wasn't he like the commissioner or the owner or something? Uh, yeah, at one point, yeah, he was. I think he's more important to the wrestling game. I think Hulk Hogan is is important, but Ric Flair, Ric Flair is responsible for the longevity of wrestling. Mm, you could argue that with Hulk Hogan, too. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> You could. You could. I'm just saying. Because he had a sex tape or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sex tape aside. Sex tape aside. Because that sex tape was horrible. I saw it. It was it was bad. You didn't you didn't uh it was bad. It was bad. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. Like, no dog. Just stop. You're gonna break a hip. But Hulk Hogan was like the Michael Jordan of wrestling for sure. But Ric Flair was more important on the back end. So maybe Ric Flair was Phil Jackson, Hulk Hogan was Michael Jordan. Okay, I get that. I get that. I I totally understand that. (laughs) I would – I asked this question – who did I ask this question to last time? I forget who I asked it to, but I think it was MRK I asked this question to. But 
That means if you take away Hulk Hogan, you have to take away the NWO because that never happens without Hulk Hogan. Well, it probably happens, but it, it's not as good. Um, you have to take away Hulkamania to say your prayers, eat your vitamins. You have to take away a bunch of WrestleManias, which a lot of them are iconic. Slamming Andre the Giant. What about a cereal? He had cereal, didn't he? Yeah, you got to take that away, too. So there's that. He's stealing his name from the Incredible Hulk. He did. He he did. He did. But um, actually, his name was supposed to be Sterling Golden. That was supposed to be his name. Sterling Golden? That was his name. Before he began. Before he became Hulk Hogan, he was Sterling Golden. That was his name. Law offices of Sterling Golden. <laughs> <laughs> Call now, 1-800-GOLDEN. Yep. That was his name. That was supposed that to be, was, well, that was who he was billed as, Sterling Golden. That was his that name. a bad idea, bro. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. Now, now, that and Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan makes a lot more sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think they did like so Hogan's Heroes and then the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. That that's where he got it from. The combination of Hulk, Hogan's Heroes and Incredible Hulk. Interesting. Then he was a real American and blah blah blah. But yeah. So do you know you live in Vegas, right? Yes, sir. So actually I was actually supposed to come out there. Um Last weekend on the twenty third, I was supposed to come out there, but that's my birthday. The, oh, really? Happy belated birthday, man! Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Damn, see, but I will be out there next year <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the event I was supposed to go out there for this um, one. they they canceled it due to the pandemic. It was a wrestling event. Oh, it was a like a WWE. Yeah, so they have a new wrestling company called AEW, All AEW. Elite Wrestling. Okay, okay. And um, they were supposed to be at the MGM Grand. They do – that's their big show. They go to the MGM Grand. They sold it out, and they were supposed to do, like, a wrestling show. But coronavirus kind of killed that. So next year, I got free tickets to it already for next year. So right. I will go. We will have to catch a show once if, – if this whole coronavirus thing is over. Has you ever – it's going to be whether they wanted to or not. They're going to keep moving. Yeah, true. That is true. That is very true because they they are determined to p- kick people out of their houses yeah. and go spend this money. For sure. Um, but have you ever been to a wrestling show? Have I? I want to say yes, but I'm, I might have been, like, really young. Mm. Yeah, so – out there, they have a whole bunch of wrestling, actually. Vegas is a hot spot for wrestling. So Jake the Snake Roberts has a wrestling school out there in okay. Vegas. Um, he's also part of All Elite Wrestling. But he does shows. Um, there's a Ring of Honor, which is a, a pretty big independent wrestling company out there. They do shows out there as well. But um, we got to go catch a wrestling show, man. For sure, I'm down. I'm down, fam. They're pretty fun, man. Everybody I've taken to them, they freaking enjoy them. But I get some recon. They get they get a free good wrestling show. So, For sure, we got to catch one. Absolutely. 
<laughs> but yeah, man. So anything else you want to tell the people? I know this has been a short podcast, but uh, I don't know. Let's talk about some shit, bro. Let's talk about some shit. What do you want to talk about? Some scenarios. Just some like crazy ass scenarios. Like what if? Imagine. All right, go first. So if you have to wrestle someone, Hulk Hogan, Yokozuna, Razor Ramon, or Macho Man, who would it be? If I had to wrestle someone? Yeah, you have, you gotta pick one of you gotta pick one. Hmm, I'm wrestling Macho Man. Why? I'll tell you why. Because out of all those guys, Macho Man, and he's notorious, and this is why I like being a wrestler. Man. Macho Man is ma- notorious for planning out his ma- his wrestling matches, move by move. And I know if I wrestle him, I'm going to know everything I have to do, and I won't mess up nothing because he's going to write the whole thing and he's going to make sure I know it. But who are his who are his allies? Hulk Hogan is one of his allies. Okay, so that's why. Okay, that's why you will pick him. <laughs> yeah, that's why I pick him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, all right, cool. Um, same question for you. You have Dusty Rhodes, Lex Luger, Sting, or The Undertaker? China. <laughs> China. <laughs> We're gonna wrestle on we're gonna wrestle in the ring and then I, I, in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Uh, it'll probably be the Undertaker because I want to go out with the with the big presentation. <laughs> with the music. He give you he give he give you he give you I think Dusty would be the best choice to me because he'd give you a good match. Undertaker too. Undertaker probably beat the shit out of you, honestly. I like the Undertaker, man. He was my guy back in the day. He probably beat the shit out of you. Yeah. But let, let's talk about China. Let's talk about China. Speaking of China, <laughs> all right. China or China? China. Okay. <laughs> so let's establish this. You'd hit it. You hit it. Well, yeah. Why not? She's, she's a wrestler. She used to be a wrestler. Yeah, but bodybuilder China, a lot of people weren't into that until she, like, did Playboy. And then it was like, oh, God, she's really a woman. But I want to say there's there's like another uh, woman wrestler that's really that's really attractive too. Well, all of them now. She's like the OG. China's like the OG, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. China. Hey, have you watched women's wrestling at all? Nah. Like recently, dog. No, watch it. Like Mondays, Monday nights. Watch it. <laughs> They're all bad now. It's like, like even even the ugliest one is the baddie. <laughs> like they get they they've stepped up their game. They're not just out there to look pretty. They they bad and they can actually wrestle now. What channels is on, man? Uh USA. Well, you got them on USA on Mondays and on Wednesdays it's on TNT. But all the women now are bad. I'll ch- I'll check it out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's There's some lookers now. <laughs> you said now? <laughs> now, yeah. But now, nah, uh, we got to pay homage to Glow. 
Oh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I watched that whole uh, that whole that whole series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually pretty. It was actually pretty good. They they still have glow. They do it in L.A. Really? But yeah, they do. They they call it the women of wrestling now. But it's it's from Glow. It's from the Glow. Mm. And um, Eddie Eddie Guerrero, his daughter is like the main star over there. Okay. So yeah, they're they're still kicking. They're still kicking. That's and true. a lot of those girls um, end up going to WWF or WWE now. Okay. So, yeah, they still got it, and one of yeah, they they tell me, man, they got some lookers. <laughs> <laughs> they got some, they got some, they got some uh, some good good wrestling out there now for the women, and they've done they've done a tremendous job of um, of pushing that whole women thing forefront. The women, they call it the women's revolution now. Um, because they didn't want women to just be looked at as like ringside girls. It was a big issue. Man, let me okay. All right, man. Well, now we're about to we're about to start this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, they put they put them in the, the positions to be just looked at. Right now, yeah, now they, they don't sexualize them, and then I don't want to be sexualized. All right, so. What's what's gonna sell tickets? We gotta keep it a buck. What's gonna sell tickets? Honestly, honestly, if if you were to talk to me before this whole thing kicked off, I would have said, I would have said them, them doing what they were doing. But they've actually changed my mind because some of the women are having better wrestling matches than the men now. Like if you watch them now, their their matches their matches captivate the crowd way more than the men do. You're saying women's wrestling is more popular than uh, the men's wrestling? Yeah, right now. In, in WWF, right now, the most popular woman in, in the WWF, or the most popular wrestler, period, right now in the WWF is Charlotte Flair. Ric Flair's daughter? Ric Flair's daughter. How does she look? And she looks like him. <laughs> but <laughs> she, she wrestles incredibly. Because she's Ric Flair's daughter, but she didn't. She did not come out stating the fact that she was Ric Flair's daughter. She didn't come out doing that. She actually shied away from saying, "I'm Ric Flair's daughter." She made her name on her own, and then she was Ric Flair's daughter. And even now, they don't they don't push the issue like that. But yeah. Charlotte Flair. Look at Charlotte, man. Look at Charlotte. Yeah, she's she's dope. You better go, Charlotte. Get it, girl. <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks is one of the more popular female wrestlers. Um, she's actually Snoop's cousin. Okay. Um, Nia Jax is like she's a big woman, but gotta, she. Bro, we got to get Serena Williams in the in the, uh, the wow. No, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I love to see it. I want to see that. She, she'll fuck somebody up for real, for real. I bet she would. And then sea walk on them. Have <laughs> 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 yeah, a tennis racket out there, bro. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I would argue right right about now, women's wrestling is, is more popular than men. 
I mean, it should be, man. Like, I like looking at women more than I like looking at dudes. Yeah. And they actually, they actually get after it. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like women's basketball, right? Like, you, if you want to learn fundamentals, watch women's basketball. Yeah, because they'll give you – they actually put time into their craft. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. They're, because they're, they're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so yeah, if you would asked me that question a couple of years ago, I would have told you they need to be – they need to be the ringside valets. They need to be the managers. They don't need to be in there wrestling. But now I can confidently tell you, I'd probably rather watch the women <laughs> because they'll give you. They're going to give you a show. So who would you like to wrestle out of the women's uh, category? Um. Oh, that's a good one. I had to wrestle any woman. Yeah, don't be shy. No, I ain't gonna be shy. If I had to wrestle any woman, um, I I probably I probably wrestle Nia Jax. A word? Yeah, because she's bigger and it won't be like I'm just destroying her. <laughs> How tall is she? She's I think she's five eleven. Okay, she's either five eleven or or, or six feet. How tall are you? I'm six three. Okay. Yeah, so it won't be that. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it won't be like I'm just trying to destroy her or nothing like that. But I don't know, man. I think I think Charlotte Flair. I think Charlotte Flair would probably get it done too. That's just me. What about you? I got all I gotta, time. I got to do some research. <laughs> some research and I'm gonna get back with you, man. Cause I can't really uh just pop fly like that until because I'm I'm like I need someone tall, so you know what I'm saying? Right. Charlotte Flair's tall. That's all she's she's five eleven. Five eleven? Yeah. But like the average woman is like uh five six, five seven. That's yeah. that's about average. I'm six five, bro. <laughs> So that's about that's about average. You're gonna tower over them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, like um, in the music industry, like now it's it's kind of like acceptable now for for there to be like tall artists because right. they like they didn't really, you know, they didn't really gravitate towards the taller artists. I think Snoop, Snoop Dogg maybe was the tallest artist back in the day at the time. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Or yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about Montel Jordan, but he's Montel like Jordan, six seven, right? Yeah, he's like six eight, something like that. Yeah. So I think he was like the tallest musical artist. Shaq. Oh yeah, besides Shaq, you get, we can't. Are we really counting Shaq though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I like playing on the west side. I like playing on the east side. Oh, uh, we we adding a few Snickens in here, man. Yeah, man, that was a joint. Right. That was a joint back in the day. I'll give him that. You can't stop the rain. <laughs> I used to bump the shit out that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they, they used to get that shit off, man. Um, who else? Like Will Smith. He was yo, Will Smith got a good catalog. Um, yeah, he does. He does. You know, it's kind of funny because the things that we considered corny back in the day, they were they were doing the numbers and now we we appreciate right. the numbers. Right. 
like Nelly, for instance. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, man, this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you what? Did you watch the Instagram Live battle? I did. I did. <laughs> and I appreciate it because when- I did, but I don't think he should have went up against Luda because I knew Luda's catalog. Luda's catalog is crazy. Sick. Yeah, sick. It's yeah. sick. Who? But who should Nelly have gone up against? Um, has to be Luda because there's a there's a um there's a uh, a correlation, you know, ludicrous chingy. Yeah, that part, but um, no pun intended. But <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Nelly was more of a crossover artist mm-hmm. than Luda was. I think Luda wanted to be a crossover artist, though. He was, but not to the effect that Nelly was. Because Nelly Nelly took his ball and went all over the place. Luda kind of stuck into the reins of rapping into like making making more rap related songs, even though they were considered crossover. He was more rap related. Like Nelly has like country, like legitimate country songs. But he was singing. It was country grammar though. Well, true. But I don't think I think. And this is that's the whole. Kind of this, like me though. It's kind of like me because I'm from the country. Where are you so from? I'm from Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. So I hear um, different sounds, right? And then I'm like, okay, we can put this together. Like it's like boom, 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 boom. It's popular. People like it over there. People like it over here. So might as well. You know what I'm saying? I get that, but mm, I don't know. I don't know. But man, Nelly, bro, back in the but some of them joints Nelly did, uh, did uh, did play. Some of those joints, like I was, I was, I was liking it. But some of them shits I ain't never heard. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, he played a couple of joints I had never heard before. He I, was like, I was like, yo, this this guy's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was never released. I don't was, yeah. And he's over there dancing to it. I'm like, yeah. I've never heard this shit. Luda, Luda was looking at him like <laughs> Luda's reactions throughout that whole thing was hilarious. Because Luda was like uh, But when Nelly showed that Diamond Trophy, that Diamond Award. Oh yeah. Luda, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he pulled a stun on him. Yeah, he didn't want to see that. Yeah, he pulled a stun on him. But to be fair, I don't think I I I had now I had Luda winning that that battle, but but if we talking numbers, Nelly wins. If you're just talking numbers, he had a bigger effect musically um, worldwide than Ludacris did. Yeah, he Ludacris did. He definitely did. You can't argue that. Ludacris has a bigger effect uh, post music career than Nelly does because he has those those uh, Fast and Furious series. Right. Those movies are really um that's that's basically like crossing over. That's basically like a diamond, right? Right. And he was in Crash. Crash won a yeah, uh Crash Cuz Nelly has never he's Nelly's been in one movie, right? That uh that football movie when they were Oh, in- uh The Longest Yard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, like his movie, right? Was that the only movie he was in? That's the only movie I can think of. Yeah, me too. Huh, I don't know. I have to look at it. But yeah, I don't. 
It's what and what, but I, I personally would have liked seeing him go up against somebody else. Who, Nelly? Maybe 50. Yeah, maybe 50. Nelly and 50? <laughs> Yo, he would have, 50 would have bodied that dude, bro. I don't know. Who, who, should, who should 50 go up against? Fifty should probably go up against um, Ja Rule. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Wouldn't that be hilarious? That would be hilarious. That would be funny as hell, dude. Because that would be hilarious. It would put, it would put what Fifty did to Ja, right? Like Fifty basically stole Ja's style and then used it against him. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I want to see that battle. That would be that would be funny as hell. Bro. Man, Fifty will probably do something petty, like buy Jaru's internet and then cut it off that day. <laughs> Fifty is petty, man. Fifty is he is so petty when it comes to job. That yes. whole that whole buy the whole front row. Mm-hmm. Horrible. It's already there though. Like the beef is there, so there's there's meteoric attention, right? Right. So that's gonna sell. Oh shit, fifty and Ja, we gotta uh, watch. Yeah, true. We gotta watch this. This is a must see. The true. People- <clears throat> you watch it just to see the back and forth. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. Bro. Yeah, you would. You definitely would. Um, who who would be a good versus battle? Because we've seen so many. Biggie and Pac would have been a good versus battle. That would have been. I would have loved to seen that one too. Yeah. Um, I think uh, DMX needs to battle somebody. Maybe maybe Snoop. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people want the Snoop smoke, though. People don't want the Ice Cube smoke. True. Because Cube, Cube's, Cube's got some, some shit. And people don't want the LL Cool J smoke, either. I beg to differ. I've seen. I I thought Snoop called out LL. I thought he did. That's the only. That's the only person that can battle LL because they have. They both have um, a wide range of records, and they've both been in the game for so long. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Than Snoop, but the amount of catalog they have, it 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 uh it resonated throughout you know present day because right. Snoop's record like two weeks ago, right outside. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, Kuja has released a record in five years. No, he hasn't. But somebody, I think it was E. Smitty was like, I can't remember the last hit LL had. This is from a number one. Oh, that one. I think he. I think he said that too. That came I, on. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Yo, that that Neptune's joint. Yeah. 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 Man. That, that, Neptune's killed that. Neptune's killed that whole era. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. All right, so producer-wise, who wants to smoke with the Neptunes? <laughs> Timberland. It has to be Timberland and Pharrell because they're from the same area. So they understand one another. They've been in a group together. It's like the Avengers, right? One of the Avengers goes off and becomes a bad guy. But he right. knows. Besides, besides Timberland... You know who I'm surprised no one's called out yet, producer-wise? Polo the Don? Not Polo. Ooh. I'm just Blaze. No, one, no one's rushing to get at Just. 
Just Blaze and Kanye. Oh, that would be a good one. I think Kanye. Who, who you think will win? Kanye? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, he going to put on, oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be, that'd be a good one. It'd be a good one. What about but, Justice League and Just Blaze? Just will win that. So it has to be Kanye or Guru or Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder and Just Blaze would be good, but I don't know, man. Just Blaze. I was looking at his catalog. His catalog is ridiculous. Name name some of the um, catalog. Name some of the catalog. You talking so, about a lot of his Rockefeller stuff? No, no. He just did a joint for Rick Ross on uh, Port of Miami too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That joint goes extra hard. That beat is ridiculous. It is dope. Uh, that Big Time. That, I think that's the name of the song, Big Time. And he has Swiss on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a few. So the the only Joe Budden song that made him a star, to pump it up. <laughs> he did that one. He's got uh, – I think he did. I think he did one with Freeway. Freeway with not on Rockefeller when when he wasn't on Rockefeller. Even though Bobby Dove is wrong, that one, that one, but that all my life joint with Nate Dogg. He did that one. Um, of course, State Prop. He did the um the dum the hammer. Yep. Uh, he's got joints with Fab. That goes ridiculous. So I think Justin Kanye, man, that'll be. I think that'll be a pretty dope. Uh, Justin Kanye would be dope. Yeah. I think Kanye. Mm, I don't know, man. They was both battling, bro, in Rockefeller. Remember? Yeah, they were. This was like the producer, right? And then Kanye came along and just was like, "Hold up, buddy, wait a minute." Yeah. Popping off over here. Yep. Pop out <laughs> through the wire. Wait a minute. I'm gonna go another room and, and, and work on my shit. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think I think Kanye got just the fuck up out of here. But I think just is still relevant because he's still producing dope shit. So it's only right that they battle. It's only right. I don't know, man. Just got some hits. I I know. Just got some hits. Kanye got some hits. Kanye, Kanye got some hits too. Kanye got them hits, man. Kanye's got. He got the Nelly. I don't, think nobody, I don't think nobody want that smoke with Kanye either. Kanye got the Nelly hits. Yeah. You're hearing Kanye's uh, music in the commercials and shit. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Movies? Like, come on, man. That'd be a good matchup. That'd be a really good matchup. We should probably uh, pitch that to Versus, bro. Like, for real. Yeah. I don't think they came up. Did it come up? What, him and him versus Just? It had to have come, come up, no? Yeah, it, it, it came up plenty of times. But I don't think either one of them has wanted to do it. Mm. I think they should. Me too, man. That, that'd, be, that'd, be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty epic if you ask me. I think they'll get like a Billy. <laughs> so let's go back to a versus that was – Kind of controversial to me. 
Scott Storch and Manny Fresh versus Manny Fresh. I had Manny winning. Manny won because Scott Storch played records that he didn't really produce. Exactly. Exactly. I had Manny winning that, clear. Manny, bro, Manny Fresh changed a whole culture. Oh, I know. I was there. I was there too, bro. <laughs> and when, you, when you first heard uh, Back That Ass Up, how you feel? What happened? Like you about to take over the world? I was like, oh, my. <laughs> well, not even that. Uh, high. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When High first came out, I was yeah. like, oh, man. Y'all about, y'all about to set the world on fire. Man. Manny Fresh won that battle, bro. Yeah, I think he won that battle, too. Sure. Like Scott Storch, he's dope. He has a he's a he's a really good talent um on the keys. But you have to and that's what and that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, man. Like just making people feel what you're what you're putting out there and um and changing the culture, changing their lives and like something yep. that's gonna last, you know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely, man. Definitely. But anything else you want to go over, man? I think that's I think that's about it, man. I mean, I think we, we covered a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What what you watching on uh TV, man? What kind of You know what? I've been watching Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? You ain't watching yeah. no 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 good movies or any good series caught your caught your attention? Um, well, so I kinda did uh I never watched The Walking Dead, so I went and I did that. I got caught up on that. Um, and then I started uh, the show C, which is an Apple original with Jason Momoa. Um, I started that. I haven't finished it yet, but I started watching Naked and Afraid, and I've been watching that. Okay. So, but other than that, I've just been either either that or or podcasting or music. That's been my focus lately. Have you seen uh have you seen Dave? No, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that shit's I heard it was funny. It's just hilarious. Dave Is it? Hilarious. Yes. I heard it was hilarious. Like the white ATO or uh, Oh, like for the, real? The white Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard I heard it was funny. Yeah, that shit is dope, bro. Check that out. No doubt, no doubt. I will. I definitely will. So so before we go, do you have a timeline for this uh MRK delivery? I have to ask him, man. <laughs> well, I know he has uh I know he has the 40 40 year old rapper episode two coming out soon. Oh, I shouldn't have spoiled that. I think I spoiled it. <laughs> I might have spoiled it. I hope I didn't, but I know he does have the episode two of the 40-year-old rapper. That's coming soon. Um, I don't know about this one. So I figured I asked one of the guys working on it. What's it, July? July? July. Oh, really? July may be a good month. Yeah. July may be a really good month. it It just might be. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. For sure, bro. Dope, man. Dope. So, um, are you? Do you plan on releasing any instrumental albums? 
nothing like that. Because listen, listen, man. If uh, if anybody wants some beats, man, um, reach out to me uh, thirty five twenty productions at gmail dot com. Okay, uh, I'm looking for some beats. Just email me. Um, you can give me a call seven zero two two eight three zero two four seven. That's my booking info. So uh, holla at me, man. If, if you know you need some beats, man. Uh, you need some production. There you uh, go. I got you, man. I can make that. I can make that. Uh, whatever you're working on, I can, I can make that a reality. So there you go. Just yeah. make sure you step up and step correctly, because the guy just doesn't hand out his shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> So make sure you come correct and be ready to rap. Sure. <laughs> All right, brother. It's been a pleasure having you on, man. Um, thank you for gracing the platform. As always, thank you for your contributions to the platform. And uh, let the people know where they can find you on any social media. Instagram, man. Timo underscore music on Instagram. So, so get at me, man. All right, man. Well, it's been nice having you. Uh, thank you for your time. For everybody listening, thank you for listening to Wrestling With Our Thoughts here on DFPN. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to us for way more podcasts. You guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, sir. Dad? Yeah? Can, are you going to go to the park and with Park? No. No, I'm going with... Um...